This is major. No, I understand that that uh, major can be a rank in the military. I'm not talking about that. No, I'm not talking about major as in really big. I, I know it can mean that. That's not what I mean. I'm talking about the man's dog. The man's dog is named major. All right, folks, welcome aboard. It is <laughs> the, the voice of one. Uh, VU, episode 42, Monday, November 30th, year of our Lord 2020, otherwise known as Re-Election Day, plus 27. Wow. Also known as Cyber Monday. Okay, folks, the long Thanksgiving weekend is over, and we're here perched on the eve of December, which means we're just 31 days from the end of 2020. All right, thank God, right? Wow. All right, folks, maybe you have your uh, Christmas tree up by now. I do, I do. It was uh, part of the Christmas, uh, well, the, the tradition in my home when I was growing up was that we put the Christmas tree up on Thanksgiving weekend, not before Thanksgiving meal, not on Thanksgiving day, but on the weekend. That was part of the tradition. So, Anyway, mine is up, and I hope yours is uh, either up or will be soon as we uh, celebrate the Christmas season together. All right, folks, so uh, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it by now. The the vice president, former vice president, Joe Biden, he, uh, yeah, he fractured his ankle, fractured it. So yeah, the first indication came out on Sunday about what happened on Saturday. I saw this, it said, new... Biden doctor visit today. So I'm like, okay. And then it said, officials say, quote, on Saturday, November 28, uh, President-elect Biden slipped while playing with his dog, Major, and twisted his ankle. Out of an abundance of caution, he will be examined this afternoon by an orthopedist. And then uh, there was this in the New York Times later, It said, President-elect Joseph R. Biden, Jr. Boy, pretty formal, pretty formal. I didn't know he was a junior. Uh, Joseph R. Biden, Jr. (laughs) Anyway, visited visited an orthopedic specialist in Newark, Delaware. Um, Yeah, yeah, I think they pronounce it Newark. It's Newark, New Jersey, but it's Newark, Delaware. No, you didn't know that? No, I, I wouldn't. I, I just, but I happened to, uh, I spoke at a conference uh, there, a small town outside of uh, Newark, and flew in to there, and I learned it uh, when I mispronounced it. Anyway, so Newark, Delaware, uh, on Sunday afternoon after he twisted his ankle playing with one of his dogs over the holiday weekend, they failed to mention the dog's name as Major. Anyway. All right, so uh, it says, according to his office, an injury that his doctor said resulted in a hairline fractures that would require him to wear a boot for several weeks. Hmm, not comfortable. And uh, so the president, uh, Donald J. Trump, he tweeted, get well soon. A nice gesture. 
Anyway, the last person of note I recall being in a similar situation was John McCain. Remember that? Yeah, he, he also was confined to a boot for a while. Anyway, um, I think it's odd that the vice president injured himself on a Saturday and there was no mention of it until Sunday. It seemed like the press is like hovering around him all the time, but I don't know, maybe there was a lid on it or something. Anyway, hopefully he will mend up quickly. So, uh, hey, mainly today, I just want to talk about uh, the coming days and weeks as it relates to the election, talk about key dates, possible outcomes. And so that's what we're going to do. We don't have segments per se today, a little break from the typical action. But it is good to have you on board. This is Woody. Come be your host for The Voice of One. And I'm bringing you the updated blend of coffee, current events, faith, and FSU sports all in about 20 minutes. Ran a little bit late last time. But anyway, good to have you guys on board. And uh, today, I, I just, but let me start, before we get to the election stuff, I don't, did you see this, the, the BLM news, BLM news? Yeah, this is from Breitbart on, uh, on the 28th. It's a story by Bob Price. And here's what uh, a couple paragraphs say. It says, a founding member of the Black Lives Matter Global Network accused former Vice President Joe Biden of capitalizing, quote, on our efforts to defund the police, end quote. The organizer of the group's BLM Los Angeles chapter said Biden also tried to condemn the effort at the same time. That sounds about right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think it's the first time I've agreed with BLM about something. Anyway, so former Vice President Biden, quote, capitalized on our efforts to defund the po police and then tried to condemn the words at the same time, end quote, BLM Los Angeles chapter lead organizer Dr. Molina Abdullah said during a Tuesday morning protest, according to the Daily Wire, quote, we want to be very clear that as we happily usher out the Trump regime, we will not accept liberal white supremacy in the White House in the form of Joe Biden, end quote, Abdullah said. Hmm, interesting. Now, remember when it was all about Trump? No, I mean, they, they may have been protesting about something racial, George Floyd, all that, but always mixed in was the Trump signs, the, you know, the Trump effigies, the Trump, you know, bashing Trump. Anyway, uh, now it turns out that uh, they're showing their true face. And that is, uh, as I've tried to tell you in the past about Marxism, the thing is never the thing. The thing, remember this now, the thing is never the thing. So uh, anyway, so the thing is uh, uh, Trump, they think, is gone. And so uh, it wasn't ever about Trump. Uh, BLM has other agendas altogether. And uh, anyway, more on that in, a, in another episode. But I thought this uh, quote was uh, interesting, that they will not accept liberal white supremacy in the White House in the form of Joe Biden. Wow. Joe Biden with a BLM problem. Hmm. Who'd have thunk it? Anyway, uh, maybe you saw the news, also speaking of, uh, of Biden, that he, is, uh, he has appointed an all-female press team. And, of course, this captured the headlines of mainstream media. Um, big splash, big splash. Now, of course, 
it, it, it's, and he named them. He's got the pictures. They he brought them all out. It's a, it's, it was a big deal, a big deal. All, all female, all female press team. Now, of course, Donald J. Trump, his uh, senior press team is also all female. And Vice President Pence, his press team is all female. And the first lady, her press team is all female. And the second lady, her press team is all female. But anyway, don't 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 let that don't let that get in the way of the narrative by any means. All right, folks, uh, let's talk about election. Election 2020. Where are we now? Well, when we woke up this morning, uh, Georgia. Wow, what a mess. But anyway, uh, the voting machines apparently are going to be examined there. Uh, in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, some big news out of Pennsylvania, more on that in a minute, but there's an appeal, part of it is an appeal going up to the Supreme Court already uh, on behalf of the Trump team. In Arizona, big hearing, man, it's been going on all day today. I caught just a few, you know, a couple minutes of it in and out. Uh, very interesting. Wisconsin, um, there's still a petition on 150,000 uh, ballots that are thought to be... Um, uh, illegal somehow. Uh, that's all going forward. In Nevada, uh, evidentiary hearing is set for uh, the 3rd, uh, December 3rd. So, um, man, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting, pretty interesting. Um, by the way, there was a cyber tech uh, that testified at, in, in Michigan uh, uh, yet today that uh, all what this guy said, that all the swing states were stolen. That, that's what was his testimony. Anyway, meanwhile, in, uh, in Arizona, back to Arizona, in Arizona, of course, they're having the huge hearing today. And, um, I mean, really blockbuster testimony today. All, at least what I saw, that there's no harangue, there's no shouting, there's no, all the, by the way, thousands of people gathered outside um, of this uh, convention center, wherever it was they were meeting. Uh, to in support of President Trump, but inside the hall, the testimony all very, very uh, moderated and low key. But man, blockbuster uh, type stuff. Uh, meanwhile, across town, or not across town, in a different ten, uh, a different town, uh, the governor of Arizona, a Republican, goes ahead and certifies the election results. <laughs> anyway, classic establishment GOP guy. Uh, Ducey is his name, Ducey, and uh, go ahead and remember that one because he will never be elected uh, to uh, a, uh, an office as a Republican again. Anyway, but he's got his moment, So, uh, but that won't affect anything. So meanwhile, I had the big hearing today. Giuliani uh, urges uh, them, the, the, the folks that were at this hearing, this panel at the hearing of legislatures to go back and choose not to certify this election, to take away the certification. So uh, that's, uh, that's happening. And um, he, he just urged them that they have the legislative authority to do that. Meanwhile, in Georgia, complete circus, uh, there was a, a judge who, uh, there, the attorney Lynn Wood had filed this, this motion to stop uh, them from uh, anybody from erasing anything off of the voting machines, resetting the, doing anything that would alter the condition of the voting machines. 
so there was a judge, and he agreed with that, and he, he put out an order that they couldn't do anything. Then, I don't know, an hour or so later, however long it was, he comes out with another ruling that reverses himself and says, no, you know, they can do it. They can do it. Um, and by the way, the argument that uh, the opposing side made was that if you, if you allow this to happen, that uh, it might uh, reveal proprietary secrets of this company that owns the, the software, right? <laughs> so by all means, let's protect the proprietary secrets of a foreign-owned voting machine over the citizens of Georgia. But anyway, uh, so sure enough, the guy comes back and reverses himself and says, oh, no, no, you can't erase it. Then... Uh, he comes around, he comes back around and and reverses his reversal and says no 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 stop stop you can't do it you can't do it and what a circus man and anyway i think that's where it stands at the moment in georgia wow now meanwhile in uh pennsylvania um they uh i tell you no let's stay out in arizona in arizona this guy named dr shiva Ayaduri, I'm sure I didn't pronounce that correctly. He is a MIT uh, guy. He testified, uh, and he presented the implausibility of the official results, and he showed that 30% of Donald Trump's votes were electronically siphoned to Joe Biden in Arizona. Wow. 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 Meanwhile, in Pennsylvania, there's this breaking news from 3.30 this afternoon, and this is a story from Epic Times. The headline is, Pennsylvania lawmakers formally introduce resolution to dispute 2020 election results. It says, Republican state lawmakers in Pennsylvania on Monday introduced a resolution to dispute the results of the 2020 election. The text of the resolution, first previewed in a memo on November 27, states that the executive and judicial branches of the Keystone State's government usurped the legislature's constitutional power to set rules of the election. Quote, officials in the executive and judicial branches of the Commonwealth infringed upon the General Assembly's authority under the Constitution of the United States by unlawfully changing the rules governing the November 3, 2020 election in the Commonwealth, end quote. And so it calls upon the Secretary to withdraw the, quote, premature certification of the presidential election. And then it goes on to say that they should urge the U.S. Congress to, quote, to declare the selection of presidential electors in this Commonwealth to be in dispute, end quote. Wow. Wow. Now, that, that basically means, look, they, if they pass this all the way through, then either they're creating their own set of electors or they're not, gonna, they're not going to have any electors, right, which then changes the whole math on the Electoral College. I mean, wow. Now, needless to say, this is going to erupt into a huge fight because it's about to get real, about to get real. 
But that's exactly how much evidence was presented in uh, to the legislature by Giuliani and uh, and Jenna Ellis and the, the Trump team lawyers and all their witnesses when they finally got a chance to present their case. Everybody's been saying, oh, you don't have any facts. You don't have blah, you don't have any any evidence. Where's your evidence? Where's your evidence? Where's your evidence? Well, they could never present it when they finally got a chance to present it like they did in Pennsylvania, like they're doing today in Arizona, people are like rocked back on their heels when they hear all the evidence and they see all the affidavits and they hear the witnesses testify, both experts and also people in those particular uh, uh, areas that are saying that, hey, here's what I saw, here's what I experienced, this is what happened to me. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. It was so widespread, so uh, brazen, uh, just incredible. Uh, meanwhile, there's this uh, sad statement by Newt Gingrich. Uh, this was in Newsmax, a story by Eric Mack on yesterday, the 29th on Sunday. And here's part of it. it says, quote, President uh, Donald Trump has long considered the American election process rigged for the Democrats. But according to former House Speaker Newt Gingrich, it might only get worse. Quote, not only do you have crooked politicians running crooked elections, but you have crooked internet companies deliberately censoring and biasing. End quote. Gingrich told Sunday's The Cats Roundtable on WABC 770 AM in New York. Unless this presidential election corruption is exposed, Republicans will face too many obstacles to win a fair election in the future, Gingrich told uh, the host. And, and then he says, quote, it's not about Donald Trump, end quote. All right, now, by the way, how many times have I told you that? Prior to the election, right? I told you that. Guys, this is not about Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's bigger than Donald Trump, all right? All right, so Gingrich says it's not about Donald Trump, quote, it's about your right as an American citizen to assume that your vote is sacred to assume that every legal vote will be counted and that illegal votes will be not counted because otherwise the illegal votes drown out the legal votes and cheat the legal citizens out of their right to representation. And he concludes by saying, I never thought it would be this corrupt, end quote. Newt Gingrich. Sad situation. And people sense it. They sense it. Even those that aren't keeping up closely, uh, a recent Rasmussen poll released just in the last few hours say that 47% of Americans, they don't think this election was fair and square. They sense it. They feel it. That's including uh, upwards of 20% of Democrats. And so it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing. Now, uh, let's talk then... Uh, just in conclusion, about some key dates that you need to keep your eyes on and what, what, it, what it all means. Here's the key dates. December 8th. December 8th, right? Eight days away. The states finalize their elector appointments. Unless you're like Pennsylvania, and they don't. But anyway, that's, they've got it. that's when they're supposed to finalize them. On December 14th is when the electors actually cast their votes. Right? So... Uh, the 14th is the key date when the electors actually uh, vote. On the 23rd, the vice president receives those votes. Now, this is all 
you know, based upon back in the day when they rode in horses and got there and all that. Anyway, they present these to the vice president. And then on January 6th, the House and the Senate count the electoral votes. Now, look, look, guys, this all is just a formality, typically. I mean, it's a foregone conclusion who won, and somebody won by, you know, a bunch and all this, and everybody knows who won. And, and they still just kind of go through the ceremony of it on January 6th. Nobody's waiting until January 6th uh, to know who the president is until and unless you have a situation like this, because then it's no longer just a formality. All of a sudden, it becomes real that it's, the, it's up to the Congress, right, to, to, to ascertain well, what, what are these votes. And if they can't come to a uh, conclusion, then they begin to step in themselves as the U.S. House uh, to make the decision. And then, of course, on January 20, 2021, is, is Inauguration Day. So somehow, some way, it's got to all be uh, in place by then. Those are your key dates. But note, December 8th, when the states are supposed to have their electors finalized, and December 14th, when supposedly the electors are to cast their votes, that means these next 14 days are absolutely critical, right? And uh, it's, it's all going to happen. It's all going to happen. I mean, every, I mean, every, the state legislature actions, the Team Trump legal actions, the hearings, the court cases, uh, whatever uh, percolates up to the Supreme Court, that we're now within a 14-day window. The time is ticking. There's a crunch. It's crunch time now, right? And so these are going to be like action-packed and incredibly significant days. And the tension, it's going to rise. The tension, it's going to rise. It's like the last couple of minutes of a basketball game, right? So it's going down to the wire, and somehow now the basket feels so much bigger, right? Every basket, right, so it feels so much bigger than it did in those first couple of minutes of the game. Now everything counts and is magnified somehow because you're getting down to the point where you're you're, you're you realize this game is going to end, and what somebody's going to win. And somebody's going to lose. This is no longer going to be about debates and presentations and lawsuits and da-da-da and, and arguments on Facebook and social media and all that. No. this In the next 14 days, boom, uh, in all likelihood, this thing is, is, is going to be decided unless it's thrown into a kind of overtime by uh, some of uh, the, these actions that are going to be taken that throw the whole Electoral College um, into kind of a, um, a into doubt, and so but at whatever the case may be, it's all going to be magnified. And I just want you to imagine the moment that it somehow, seemingly against all odds, right at the moment, this thing swings toward the re-election of President Trump. Just imagine now what's going to happen. Now, keep in mind that many who follow mainstream media, they don't even know the details of this story. Nobody's covering it. Even Fox News, they're not showing any of that hearing out in Arizona today. I mean, to, 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 to the average person, they don't even know what's going on. Or if they hear something about it, it's some conspiracy theory, it's Trump's obstinence, it's the crazy hillbilly followers of Trump. They have no idea that there's actually things are legally actually happening that could fall, actually be determinative of this election for Donald Trump. Imagine 
if that crew that doesn't they they think that that Biden has actually been re elected. They actually think he's appointing his cabinet. You got Chuck Schumer out there literally today saying that they need to to uh, uh, they need to ratify uh, in the Senate all of of Biden's selections for his cabinet before inauguration day. Imagine this. Imagine this. Anyway, it's it's going to be wild. Now listen, circle one other date, December 17, December 17. Now I know I didn't say anything about December 17, and I have no idea what, if anything, is going to happen on December 17, but I did hear a prophet mention it. I did hear a prophet mention it as possibly significant day, December 17. So I've got it circled. I'm going to keep my ear to the rail on that day, December 17, just to check it out. So anyway, here's, here's where I am on this Monday, the 30th. There's no question in my mind that uh, massive election interference took place. And by the way, across the country, and by the way, I hope you'll just look wherever you need to look to find some of these clips, uh, some of these excerpts from this uh, presentation today in Arizona. Amazing, amazing stuff. You, you won't believe it, right, unless you hear it for yourself, what's happened. I mean, one guy, one expert, he got there. He said he'd rather resign than certify this election. And they were talking about how sure is he? I mean, he said, I'll put my life on the line for it. I mean, this, I mean, we're talking about dramatic testimony out there. So anyway, I know that, that uh, all this stuff is still up in the air and uh, on the surface of things. It, it still seems like we're at a Red Sea moment that uh, it's going to take some dramatic parting and intervention of God. Uh, but... All I know is, again, I underscore, prophets have spoken until somebody other than Donald J. Trump is inaugurated on January 2021, or unless somehow these prophets come out and say something different, I'm going to keep the faith. Remember, 2 Chronicles 2020, 2020 of all references, 2 Chronicles 2020, believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. All right, guys, God bless you, and I'll see you on Wednesday. Who knows what will happen by Wednesday, all right? By Wednesday. All right, I'll see you then. God bless you guys.